You're listening to a Soulfire Productions podcast. Welcome to Wellness Realness, where we get very real about all things health and wellness, physical, mental, financial, and spiritual. I'm your host, Christina Rice, a nutritional therapy practitioner and energy healer turned holistic business coach for ambitious entrepreneurs. And I'm here to help you up-level every aspect of your life. Remember my disclaimer, the information in this podcast is general health and nutrition advice and not a replacement for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. You can find an endless amount of content from me and join my online membership at christinaricewellness.com. And if you want exclusive behind-the-scenes content and my most unfiltered self, DM a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review to Wellness Realness Crew on Instagram and request to follow my super secret account. You can also join the Wellness Realness Podcast Tribe Facebook group to hang out with other listeners in the crew. Get ready for some wellness realness. Welcome back to the show. I hope you are staying cooler than I am. It is so hot here in San Diego and we don't have AC So it's been very interesting. And I was actually supposed to drive up to the Bay Area this weekend for a friend's baby shower. And I was also going to meet up with some of my clients from No BS Biz School for dinner, which I was so excited about. But with all of the fires happening, it just didn't feel totally safe for me. So I ended up staying here and oh man, so much is going on. Praying for everybody who is being affected by these fires. So much is going on. But yeah, that's kind of what's been happening over here. And speaking of No BS Biz School, if you are a coach, an NTP, a health coach, a holistic nutritionist, a personal trainer, an energy healer, any type of reader like an astrologer or a human design coach, and you are ready to build a six-figure online coaching business, then no bullshit business school is for you. This is my signature group coaching program that teaches you everything you need to know from A to Z to build a six-figure online coaching business using Instagram for marketing, no paid ads. It actually shocks me how many coaches have you sign up for coaching and then tell you to go buy a bunch of Facebook ads. Yeah, not my jam, but I have compiled everything I know about business into this course. So you are set to go and we cover everything from Instagram marketing strategy, pricing structure, how to coach, how to set up your coaching services, how to write copy that actually converts, building your email list, adding in additional income streams. This program teaches you how to scale a one-on-one coaching business. And then from there, move into group coaching or programs or other forms of passive income. So I kind of I just personally think it's really important to start with the one-on-one model. And if you're curious to learn more about what my style is or kind of my philosophy, then I would highly recommend checking out my free webinar about how to build a six-figure online coaching business. It is on my website, christinaricewellness.com. It's free. It's under the free guides tab and you can watch that. It's about two hours long and there's a ton of great information in there. And if you are curious to learn more about my style and my philosophy and even just see the numbers of how can someone make a six-figure one-on-one coaching business because some people think that's not possible. It is more than possible. Then definitely check out that webinar. But No Bullshit Business School covers all of the logistics and then it also talks a lot about energetics and mindset. So I teach brain rewiring for abundance. We talk about balancing masculine and feminine energy in business, money manifestation, shifting money mindset, raising wealth frequency, protecting your own energy in your business, using human design and astrology in our businesses, really just all these techniques to work smarter, not harder, and let money flow straight to us. If you are interested in this, definitely apply. There are limited spots available, so hop on it sooner rather than later. We start October 5th, so enrollment will end in a couple weeks. And if you want to get your business going anytime before next February, then I would uh, apply for this now. You'll be surrounded by an incredible group of women who will become your lifelong friends. You get weekly audio and video lectures, plus weekly Q&A calls with me and an individualized energy healing session with me to remove any abundance blocks, plus a library of bonus interviews from incredible guests. 
so many amazing things. So if you want to learn more, if you want to check out testimonials, if you are ready to apply, then just head to my website, christinaricewellness.com and click that business tab at the top. And that's where you will get all the information and can apply right there. And the other thing that is coming up soon is I will be hosting a free webinar all about how to get on podcasts 101. (laughs) It's going to be a free webinar. You'll get a lot of juicy information if you are looking to become a guest on podcasts. I have been podcasting for five years and have also worked behind the scenes on a number of other shows. I really understand the podcasting space well and what hosts are looking for. So I'm really excited to talk more about this in the webinar. And if you are interested in that, make sure you are on my newsletter list. You can be the first to find out when the signups are open. All of the details will be announced in my newsletter and you can sign up for that on my website, christinaricewellness.com. And then you'll be first to find out when the registration information opens up for that webinar. There are some key things I do every day to make sure I am functioning at my best, super productive, and also able to tap in fully intuitively. And one of those is taking full spectrum hemp oil every single day. There is a lot of BS out there about CBD and so many different companies on the market, but Most of these companies are not even putting the amount of CBD they claim to in the bottles and they often don't pay attention to quality, which then affects efficacy, which is why I love Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil. I have been using this every single day for years and I cannot live without it. It is a full spectrum hemp oil that is the highest quality out there. They only extract from hemp flowers, not the stalks and seeds of the hemp plant like other companies. And they use a very gentle, slow ethanol-based extraction method done at room temperature. So there's no high heat or high pressure used. And of course, there are no isolates or synthetic ingredients. Unfortunately, a lot of other companies will use CBD isolates. And one of the main reasons why Ned is so amazing is because the product includes CBD as well as the full range of phytocannabinoids in addition to the cannabidiol. That is what creates the entourage effect, which is really behind the true healing powers of hemp. And there are no flavors or fillers. It's just the full range of phytocannabinoids and non-GMO MCT oil. Ned Full Spectrum Hemp Oil supports the endocannabinoid system, our body's balancing system, which is how it has so many incredible benefits, including helping with anxiety, depression, PTSD. It works as an anti-inflammatory. It can help with sleep, especially if you have insomnia. It also is a rich source of antioxidants and it can help balance out hormones. Their natural cycle collection is something I recommend to every woman. It is incredible for balancing out the period. And for me, it was so helpful with balancing out my period after I struggled with amenorrhea for a few years. And any woman who has PMS or bad period symptoms, you definitely need to check out their natural cycle collection. But if you're looking for a really powerful anti-inflammatory and something to help reduce any anxiety or depression, help you feel balanced and calm throughout the day and support your sleep, then check out their full spectrum hemp oil. I've been using the 750 milligram every evening. I put a dropper's worth under my tongue, hold it there for 30 seconds, and then I'm good to go. You haven't used CBD unless you have tried Ned. It is the best stuff out there. If you want to try it out, you can go to helloned.com and use my code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. Again, that's helloned.com and use that code wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S for 15% off. I cannot wait to hear how much you love it. Let's talk about today's topic. Today, we're going to be talking about channeling. I've been really excited to record this episode and dive into this topic. I have definitely been thinking about this a lot. This is a really important part of my life, and I think this topic is going to come up more and more on the show, so I thought I would just do a whole podcast about channeling. And for people who don't even understand what that is, I promise it's nothing complicated. So I thought I would use this episode to explain what I mean by channeling, share my experience channeling, and also give you some ideas if you're interested in exploring this more. So let's talk about what channeling actually is. And the thing is, I see this having multiple definitions and meanings and uses for this term. And when I sat down and just asked my guides for what would be a simple 
explanation, they said, channeling is when a consciousness greater than your own flows through you. And I think that is a really great definition. Channeling can be used to refer to, and most people think of it as referring to, a way that humans can communicate with non-physical entities like angels, spirits, guides. Channeling is a way to bring through frequencies of love and to bring through higher guidance and is also a vehicle for words to come through you. So you can channel other beings. And this is what most people think about when they think about channeling and in the spiritual world, this is really what it means. But then I see this kind of playing out in different ways. So in the spiritual world, if you're looking at a really broad definition of it, I would think of channeling as receiving guidance from spirit. So you can channel messages and share those. So maybe you are hearing higher guidance or seeing images or what whatever way you receive messages, you're getting those messages and that's the guidance and then you're sharing it. So maybe you're writing it or you are speaking it. And so a lot of people might think of channeling as, okay, I'm here, I'm talking to this other being, I'm hearing them, and then I'm I'm relaying the message. So some people take it that way, but really what most people in the spiritual world are referring to when they talk about channeling is some non-physical entity is speaking through you. So a really famous example of this would be Abraham Hicks. So Esther Hicks was channeling Abraham And if you watch her, she's talking, but it is Abraham, this group of light beings that are speaking through her, using her body and her voice to share the message. And when Abraham is speaking, it sounds a little bit different than if Esther is not channeling and she's just speaking as herself. This can also happen with writing. So a lot of people have written books that were channeled. For example, Anthony William is a really really famous example of this where he has written all his books by listening to Spirit of Compassion and he is writing all the words down on the page. And a lot of people have written books like this. They're channeled books. So it's just a different way of them communicating. And I think it makes it a clearer message. And there's something about the vibration of when they speak through someone. It's just different than if somebody's relaying the message quite literally like they're being a messenger saying, oh, well, these beings are saying X, Y, Z and reeling it that way. It's just very different when it's coming directly out of someone's mouth or straight onto the paper. So really when I, usually when I use the word channel, this is what I'm talking about, even though there are other meanings for that, that word that are totally valid, but just for, for clarity, when I use the word channel, usually I'm talking about this definition, which is non-physical entities are speaking directly through a person using that person as a vehicle. So the words coming out of their mouths would be something more along the lines of saying, we are here to tell you X, Y, Z versus the person getting the message and saying, so what they want to say is, so it's the channel speaking as if they are the non-physical entity talking, because really what's happened is the channel has stepped aside, so to speak. I'll explain that more. Step aside, kind of stepped out of consciousness there and is allowing a higher guidance to speak through them. I hope that differentiation makes sense and I think it will become extra clear as I go throughout this episode. But to use an example for me, if I am in session with a client in an energy healing, intuitive guidance session, I am usually talking to them by saying, so your guide is telling me that you should X, Y, Z, and they really feel like blah, blah, blah. Versus when I'm channeling, I'm like barely even aware of what I'm saying, if at all. Usually now I can kind of tell I'm like there, but I usually need to watch it back or read it back. But I, I'm kind of out. My consciousness feels like it's like <laughs> stepped aside and I'm hearing a voice and it's it's my voice, but it sounds different. I'm talking in a different tone. I might be using words or phrases I wouldn't usually use because it's a light being speaking through me. And so I'll be talking in the first person. Usually it's more of a, we are here to tell you X, Y, Z, but it's not me. So when I am using the word channel, like I'm a channel or when I'm channeling, that's really what I'm referring to in my own life. I'm not saying that the other definitions of it aren't 
valid at all. That's just usually what I'm talking about when I'm using the word channeling. And I usually use different words and phrases when I'm talking about other things, but it's really like channeling a greater consciousness. It's a way of higher guidance to communicate directly with people instead of having the barrier of interpretation where there still is some interpretation that happens, but it is much more direct. So it really is a person being this bridge to a higher state of consciousness and higher beings using their body to to say the messages. So that's really what I'm referring to when I'm using the word channeling and what most people in the spiritual space talk about. I have noticed that there are some people in the spiritual space who say they're channeling and use the word channeling quite often. And it's not really referring to that, which I just described. It's more using that word to talk about sharing messages that they're getting. So they're like hearing messages and then they're saying, oh, well, they want you to know X, Y, Z. And while that is a form of channeling, that's not usually what people are actually referring to. They're usually more often talking about non-physical entities, higher states of consciousness, like taking over someone's body and, and speaking through that body directly. So it's there, there, there's a distinction there that you notice when you see it. And while conveying messages is channeling, it definitely it is, even if they're not actually like taking over your body to say it. it, definitely is channeling, even when you're just sharing messages. I just wanted to explain this a little more because most often if somebody is talking about channeling in the spiritual space, they're usually talking about someone's body being the direct vehicle for them to communicate with others. So like Abraham Hicks style is really usually what people are referring to. And when I'm using that word, that's generally what I'm talking about. But I also want to talk about Another type of channeling that most people do, I think everybody has experienced this at one time or another. And the way I want to describe it is what's flowing through you feels very automatic and it feels like something greater than yourself is flowing through you. And this can come out through sports, through playing instruments, through writing. It is really to me referring to this state when you are in the zone, when you are in flow and things just are flowing through you. You might have had the experience of creating something or saying something or writing something and thinking, whoa, that was really good. Was that me? Did that come through me? That's a form of channeling. It's like something greater than you just came in and took over and it was just, you were just in the zone talking, writing, singing, whatever you were doing or with professional athletes or professional musicians. When they're just in the zone, in that flow state and doing their thing without really overanalyzing it or thinking about it. Part of that is the subconscious programming because they have become experts at what they're doing. But then there's also this other part of it that is channeling something greater. Because the thing is, with enough repetition, a lot of people could become an expert in anything. But what is it about people who are just so in flow, things are just flowing through and you just, you can feel there's a different vibration to it. You're like, holy shit, that person is in the zone. They know what they're doing. This is like Michael Jackson on stage. This is like Michael Jordan playing basketball. They're so in the zone and what's coming through is really channeled. It's something greater coming through them. It's this burst of inspiration. It's getting in the flow and just being so in the zone. You're like, I don't even know how this is happening, but it's happening and I'm just going to go with it. And a lot of people channel in this way all the time. When you're really good at your craft or you just have something you're naturally good at, it just flows through you. You're not thinking about it too much. And there might be times where you literally are just thinking, I don't even know how I did that, but I'm really good at it. So I'm just going to keep on going. It's channeling. Writers and speakers are usually channeling. Like they're in flow. They're up there. They're like, I don't even know what just happened. I was so nervous before I got on stage. And then I just kind of blacked out and just came through me. But I gave a kick-ass speech. Yes, there is the element of they practiced a million times. They know their speech inside and out. But you can tell the difference between somebody who is saying their speech because it's memorized and they know it inside and out versus somebody who's like on stage channeling. There's just a totally different energy, a totally different vibration to it. These are the people that are so incredibly captivating. You might not even be able to put words to what it is that makes that person such a great speaker or writer or singer or whatever their profession is, but you know there's just something different. There's just a different energy to it. They are channeling. And this is something that everybody has access to, this version of channeling, and is something that really when you are in flow in your life, when you're in alignment and doing the right thing, you'll notice more and more you feel like you're in this channeling mode, channeling content, channeling 
work, like everything that you're doing, it just seems to be flowing. And some of the things you might not be thinking about a lot, why or how, or what do I do? How do I say this? It just comes out of you. And so with business, let's use the example of content creation. So content creation is a part of your business. I promise you the best posts in terms of what actually hits home with your audience and what they remember and what they will probably take action on will be the posts that you channeled into you that might feel like it was a burst of inspiration. It was coming straight from your heart and the word just flowed out. And yeah, maybe you made a bunch of edits. That's fine. But it was really like this burst of inspiration and everything was just flowing out on the page. And you were like, wow, I love this post. Yeah, I'm going to make some edits, but this was really from my heart and I'm really excited about it and passionate about it. And I don't even know where this hit of inspiration came from, but it did. I mean, I used to feel like this all the time with blogging. Like I would just sit down and I didn't plan out anything ahead of time and it would just flow through me. The words would just flow through me. And that was totally a version of channeling. So if you do anything in your business related to writing or speaking, when you're in that channeling state of it just flowing through you, you are in the zone. That's when people feel it. And that's what people take action on. And that's what makes people want more from you and trust you and see your heart and see your purpose and see your passion. So the more you can channel in that sense in your business, the more your business will grow and expand because people feel that energy and it builds your audience. It builds trust. It builds real connection. But I really just want to make this connection here between channeling and inspiration because whenever people get inspired, that's really just another word for a download or like a channeled message. Or when you get to work on something and you're just in the flow, you're not even thinking about how it's happening and you feel like time and space totally shift, like you feel like time expands or contracts, you're usually in this channeling flow state. And people always talk about how do you get in flow state because that is where magic happens. This is a version of channeling where the magic happens because it's something greater. It's something that feels totally just automatic as in you don't even have to try flowing through you. People can feel that higher vibration. Trust me, it has a very different energy than if I just sit down and write a post that logically makes sense. And I'm like, yeah, people will like this. And yeah, maybe they will. But if I write a post that I just feel like is divinely inspired and a channeled message, people really connect to that on a deep soul level. And it makes your business easier when you are in that state of flow more often and when you can really figure out how to turn that on because things will flow through you, ideas, words, content that you never would have thought of before. It's expansive information. It lights you up. It gets you excited and is really pointing you in a direction that you can trust versus if you're just trying to make all of your decisions based on logic, then you're sitting here thinking, oh, is this wrong? Is this right? Should I do this? Is this better? Versus when it's just channeled information and inspiration, you're like, nope, that feels good. You don't have to question it and it always pans out for the best. And when you're in that flow state, this is also being in the path of least resistance, which also is part of manifestation and working smarter, not harder. And if you are really trying to grow an area of your life, or I'm just going to use business as an example, grow your business in the most effortless way possible, that means living in flow, living in flow, taking the path of least resistance, not the path of most resistance, because that's how most people live their lives. Most people believe they have to take the path of most resistance and that there is something admirable about struggling their whole way through life. Humans tend to create problems for themselves. That's sort of our nature. We create so many problems for ourselves. And a lot of people don't even know what it's like to live the path of least resistance because they're so used to being on the path of most resistance. And it's so counterintuitive to people because we have been fed these lies that getting what you want has to require a lot of really hard work and it has to be a difficult road to get there. And I'm not saying that you never have to work for things or that things are always easy, but there is a clear difference between trying to force things to work for you and trying to force your way through life versus flowing your way through it and feeling like things just come in your path and you don't have to try as hard and that actually gets you much better results. And usually your life is much happier when you live in that flow state, in that path of least resistance. And this is so true with 
content. So if if people hate what they're talking about and they're still talking about it, right? In that moment, they're choosing, let me take the path of most resistance instead of the path of least resistance, which is what do you actually want to be talking about? And this is connected to what I've talked about before, where a lot of times when people hate what they're talking about, it's just because they're talking about the wrong thing and maybe in the wrong niche. So then maybe you should change it because guess what? If you are an entrepreneur, you get to decide who you are talking to and what you're talking about. So make it something you enjoy because that's going to translate so much better in your content and you're going to sell more. You're going to get more clients because it's all in flow. It all feels natural. If you feel like every step of the way with your business or your relationship or whatever area of your life you're focusing on, if you feel like every step of the way you are forcing things to happen and it's just a struggle all the time, then you're not in alignment. So it's time to shift something so that you can just move over into the river that you can flow through. And again, path of least resistance, which will allow you to manifest so much more easily. And that's how manifestation feels. It feels like things just flow. It doesn't feel like I'm trying to make anything happen. So kind of got off on a tangent there, but I just want to connect all of those pieces for you so you can see how this plays out in your everyday life. And also how this is so helpful in business with content, because I know that I'm going to hit the most sales and make the best content when everything I'm putting out there just feels like it's channeled, when it feels like it's in flow, when it's coming from a totally inspired place. That's when I know my business is going to do best. It just all flowing through. Versus if I feel like I'm doing everything because I have to and I'm not excited about anything and none of it's inspired, I know it's not going to perform very well. And another area where this energy of being in flow in terms of channeling comes into play in the type of work I do is in coaching. And I know a lot of you out there might be in this position and my clients who are some type of coach when you are just talking to somebody and you're in the conversation, right? You're in the conversation, listening to them, and then it's time for you to respond. And so many new coaches get so scared about how to coach, which is why this is something that I talk about a lot in No BS Biz School and we talk about in Brain Rewiring Certification. And there are a lot of really helpful, tangible tips around coaching and things to say. But the thing is, my best coaching is done when I'm in that channeling state. and. I'm going to talk about this in the context of, you know, I'm talking to a business client in a very three-dimensional way. I'm I'm not talking about this from the context of energy healing. I'm already like channeling, talking to spirit guides, all that stuff, because I want to connect this for you with your business if you don't do that type of work, right? But your best coaching, my best coaching is done and your best coaching will be done when you're in that flow channeling state where you are responding to your client and you'll say things and think, holy shit, that was really good. Did that come out of my mouth? Yeah, it was really you because it was like some greater consciousness putting inspirational ideas into your head that you're then speaking because you're in that flow state. You're in the zone. You're in the channeling state. This also comes through in rants. So when people are off just ranting about something, they're usually like, they're channeling. Like they're in that flow and words are just coming out of their mouth. They're just on a rant. This is definitely something I connect to. I used to always go on my Christina rants on my Instagram stories. That was me channeling. It's like something just comes over you and you have to get it out and you're not even thinking about what you're saying. It's just coming out through you. It's a form of channeling. But what I'll say is if you're worried about writing content or coaching, I use those two examples because I feel like they're really tangible. Instead of worrying about it, maybe something that would be more beneficial to focus on is what gets me in the zone? What puts me in that flow state? Because then when you are quote performing, whatever that is, whether that is with a client, writing content, doing public speaking, playing a sport or an instrument, you're not thinking in that moment, oh, what do I do now? You're just already in the flow state. You're essentially in that channeling state and it just flows right through you. That is the magic right there. So that is another version of channeling and what that means that I think everybody can relate to. I don't know anybody who hasn't felt like there's something in their lives or there's been some time where they were just in flow state. They were like, I wasn't even conscious. I don't even remember that conversation, but I know I had it and I'm glad I did. So yes, that is a form of channeling, inspired words, inspired action, no matter how that comes through in your life. One of the most important things 
for my health and increasing my productivity is focusing on optimizing my sleep. And how I have been doing this the last few months is through the Sleep Cycle app. This is an incredible app if you love to biohack and you want to optimize your sleep and performance during the day. It tracks and analyzes your sleep and it helps you wake up. They have both a free and a paid version. And one of my favorite features is their wake up window setting. This is a premium feature and it helps you wake up at the perfect time. So it helps you wake up when you're in a light sleep. So you feel rested and refreshed and you don't feel like you have jet lag. So instead of setting an alarm at a specific time, I have been using the wake up window for the last few months. And this has transformed the way I wake up in the morning, which has then allowed me to be way more productive and focused and in a better mood all during the day. The sleep analysis they offer has been super helpful for me as well. While you sleep, the app listens to any sounds you make and helps to analyze your sleep patterns. And from those, the app helps give suggestions about improving the quality of your sleep and what kinds of habits you can implement to get a better night's rest. And the best part is that you don't have to wear anything for the analysis. You just set the phone down, put it on the nightstand. The app shows you how to orient the phone and you just forget about it and it analyzes your sleep. And if you have trouble getting to sleep, then definitely check out their sleep aid. This is a premium feature, but it is an extensive sleep aid program with meditation guides, stories, music, ASMR sounds. They have it all to help you get your best night's sleep. They even have a sleep training program split up into emails based on cognitive behavioral therapy. It's been designed with different therapists and scientists within the field of sleep, and it's a great program if you struggle with your sleep. Optimizing your sleep is one of the most important things you can do for your health, just as important, if not more important, than nutrition and exercise. And if you are an ambitious go-getter like me and you like to get a lot done and be very productive, sleep is everything. So if you are ready to try out the app, head to sleepcycle.com slash wellness to start improving your sleep for free. If you use that link, you will also get access to the premium version of Sleep Cycle for seven days, totally free. So again, you can go to sleepcycle.com slash wellness, S-L-E-E-P-C-Y-C-L-E.com slash wellness, W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S to start improving your sleep for free tonight. You are never going to go back after you start using this app. I want to circle back to the other form of channeling, the form that I'm usually talking about when I use that term. And I want to explain more about this because this is a big part of my life and it is going to be coming up in my content a lot more. And for those of you who like working with different types of energy healers, psychics, mediums, maybe you are interested in developing your own intuitive gifts, it's important to understand what these different terms mean. So if somebody in the spiritual world in that type of context is talking about a channel, somebody was channeling, they're usually talking about non-physical entities speaking directly through a person using their mouth as a vehicle, their voice as a vehicle, or sometimes their hands if they're channeling a book. And it's, it's like directly through that person's body and not being filtered through their consciousness. And this is something that I do. So I thought I would share more about kind of my personal journey with channeling and how that has shown up in different parts of my life. So when I was really little, I used to stand in front of my mirror and give these speeches. <laughs> and I would stand there and I would give speeches for like 30 minutes. And I remember just the things coming out of my mouth I was saying words I didn't even know. I remember thinking, wow, this is really smart. That was like what my verbiage was at that age. But now I would say, wow, that was really profound. It was coming out of my mouth. And I didn't understand how I knew what I knew or even what I was saying, but I knew it felt very inspirational and I knew it wasn't me because I wasn't even thinking about it. But I would like almost like practice giving these speeches that I didn't write ahead of time but I was using words that I had heard my parents use that I didn't even know what they meant because I was like four or five years old. And I would do this almost every night. And so that was one way that channeling definitely came through for me when I was young. It also really came through for me when I was writing. So when I was really little, I would write all kinds of stories and essays and poems. And it was very much not through me. Again, I was just saying things I never thought of before and using words and phrases I had not necessarily used before or I had heard, but I didn't even know how to use them. That was really strong when I was younger. And then I went through that whole period where a lot of my intuitive gifts kind of turned off. But during that time, I was still 
kind of channeling things in different ways. So I think that my natural inclination to work as a channel came through a lot in my schoolwork. And I was always a straight A student. And I was also always really good at writing essays and taking tests. And I would always feel like I kind of blacked out. Like that's how I would always feel. And then I always got amazing grades and feedback. And I just always felt like, I don't even know how I do this, but I do it. And it came through a lot in different creative projects as well, where the information would just flow through me. I was just really good at coming up with these ideas and writing things and writing speeches. Channeling the information has always actually been much easier for me than being more in my conscious awareness and thinking about it. So I always really struggled with and still do with to this day when I'm thinking about something, it's really hard for me to come up with words to convey what I'm trying to say. I really struggled with speech and I I dealt with this in therapy for a really long time because I just couldn't understand why I couldn't talk. But then when I would be in the flow state and writing an essay or writing an article or writing a speech, I never had any trouble coming up with the words. It was always very odd to me. And then when I started doing energy healing and exploring more of my intuitive gifts and exploring my psychic abilities, and those were opening up, it started off as more regular psychic medium work, I would say, where I could communicate with spirits and relay the information, but then things started getting deeper. And it was around the time when I started exploring traveling to different dimensions and parallel realities, different states of consciousness, that I started just dipping into trance channeling. And when it first started, I would just completely black out. Like I would completely black out and I would remember that I was talking. It was like I could hear myself talking, but I didn't know what I was saying, but I knew that it was really important. And there was like this, it was like my, <laughs> I'm trying to describe how this feels. It's so bizarre. My my mouth was moving when, and words were coming out, but then there was this, the conscious part of my brain thinking, I need to get a piece of paper or I need to record this with my phone. But if I do that, I might break the trance or the flow. So I don't want to do it. And so <laughs> when this first started happening, I, I would just let it happen and I, it would kill me. Cause I'm like, I really want to write this down or record it, but I feel like it's going to break the flow of whatever is coming out of me right now but I would just be talking for hours. (laughs) And it took me some time to develop that more and learn more about it. And it has evolved over time and it's kind of different every time, but it, it took a while for me to be able to do it in front of other people. And so now I I've channeled in front of other people before. I've never done it in front of a group, but then I started recording it. So I would record it on video when I could And then I would record audio messages if I wasn't by a computer to record the video. And I'll share more about what what it looks like and what it feels like. If you're in up level, you can go to the channeled messages section and watch some videos of me channeling messages. And I I mean, at first I didn't even want to show anyone because when you're first developing it, it feels a little more out of control, I guess. So I'm moving around a lot. And in these videos, I move around less than I than I did when I first started. It's like so much energy is moving through you that like, I mean, my head will roll around or sometimes it'll like just be shaking back and forth or like I'm moving my arms a lot or sometimes I need to pace. It, it can feel like either like these very fluid movements, just like trying to move energy out or like I'll make these big mouth movements, like they're moving my mouth. And sometimes they're like these more robotic movements, but it's like, I have to be moving to get the energy out. And so my head will like move a lot. It'll roll around a lot. And I'll often like lean over to a side because I'm just letting my body do whatever it needs to as the energy flows through me. I'm not like consciously making any movements. And then my mouth will move a lot and it sounds different than me. So they'll use phrases that I don't say myself and my tone of voice Will change and it, it can change depending on who I'm channeling. And sometimes my language is so fast. Like I'm talking so fast, I can't even get the words out. And then sometimes it'll get really slow. And then sometimes 
I'll say things because I'm in the middle of trying to interpret the block of information. So I'm at a point where I can channel and be recorded and my head usually moves around, but less and less so as I do it. So we'll see if that stops happening. And I also would really like to to train myself to be able to do it with my eyes open. And I've done it with my eyes open a couple times, but never in front of anyone else. And I think I'm going to need a lot more practice, but I can do it with my eyes closed. It's a lot easier. Or it might be the kind of thing where my eyes are always closed. There are a lot of really amazing channels whose eyes are always closed, but I think it, it might help to sort of explain the process on my end. So it requires this full state of surrender, like this full state of surrender and opening up your mind to anything that comes through. And the best phrase to use is you're stepping aside. That's what a lot of channels describe it as. And I didn't really understand what that meant until I experienced it myself, but I'm very much like stepping aside so that somebody else can, can come in. And my first experience personally with a channel was I had worked with an energy healer who works as a trance channel and she just steps totally out of consciousness. And the whole session is you're communicating with these light beings that she channels. And then she'll come back an hour later and she's like, what happened? Was it good? Like she doesn't remember anything. I, there have been times when I'm channeling where I don't remember anything, but I, I was aware of it as I was saying it, but I forgot after there are other times when I've channeled, especially when I first started where I didn't remember anything. And I knew it was happening, but I didn't hear anything I said recently. I'm pretty aware of what I'm saying as I'm saying it. Well, really what they're saying from my mouth. And more and more, I remember what what happens, but I usually have to watch back the video or listen back if it's an audio to refresh myself because I miss some things. But I'm very much like stepping aside and letting someone else come in and just kind of letting them take over my body. And it's nothing scary. It's nothing like the movies. I mean, movies have dramatized so much of this and made it make made it seem so scary. I actually feel just so much love and amazing high vibrational energy coming through me. And even though they're deciding what to say, I don't feel out of control. Like I know I can step back in whenever I want to step back in. And sometimes I'll feel nervous, especially when I was first starting to record it or the first time I channeled, I trance channeled in front of someone. And then sometimes they'll comment and they'll say things like, oh, Christina needs a sip of water. Oh, Christina needs to open her eyes just to make sure everything's okay. Christina's a little nervous. She's a little scared. Sometimes they'll comment on it because they can feel it in my body. And it's just a very interesting experience and how things come through. It's very much like these like blocks of information that just somehow get translated into English language. And sometimes there's difficulty in translating it because human words are so limited. English, the English language is so limited. Sometimes it literally comes out in other languages, (laughs) which is interesting. But even then, sometimes I know what it means, but they're unable to find the words to say it. But yeah, it's a very interesting experience where I just, I feel like my consciousness is is stepped aside and someone else is just speaking, using my body, using my mouth to say things. And I'm aware of what's happening. And there's a level to which I'm translating, but not, it doesn't feel the same way as when I'm translating, when I'm like talking to a guide and telling a client, like, oh, this is what they're saying. That feels like there's more translation on my end versus this just feels so much more direct, like straight through me because I'm like not, totally there. And that's the trance channeling part of this. So there are different types of channels and it's like, I'm very much in a trance, which people might think sounds scary. I promise it's not. I actually feel a lot of love. I know that I'm safe and I can step in whenever I want, but I just feel like I'm, I'm in a trance and I don't totally know everything that's, that's happening, but I also do. It's, it's hard to describe. Popular media and movies tries to make this all very scary and that's not what's happening when I'm trans channeling. But what I will say is, oh man, I could go on a tangent about this. I want to talk about channels and trans channeling because if this is something that you, if you listen to another channel and are taking guidance from them, 
or if this is something you are exploring for yourself, I, I'll start there. If it's something you're exploring for yourself, it is of the utmost importance to work with a mentor who can guide you through this safely so that you are in control and you make sure that the whole, your space is clear, everything is clear, and that you know how to be a clear channel. Because what people don't understand that is so important is just because something is a channeled message, just because it's a message from a non-physical entity doesn't mean it is a good message, that it is of the highest light and love doesn't mean the same thing. And there are a lot of people, especially now, as this is becoming trendier, and I literally, I literally see it and I can tell where people will channel things and they haven't cleared the space. They have not checked who they're channeling. They haven't gone through all the different precautions and steps you need to, to take as a channel to make sure that the information they're sharing is of the highest and best, because there are people who aren't always channeling the purest information. My point is that just because it's channeled doesn't mean you can trust it because you don't always know if that person who is channeling is actually properly trained. And I see this with psychics all the time. There are all types of psychics who have never had any type of mentorship. It's just something that developed on their own when they were younger. So, and it's strong. So they never go through the process of working with somebody to really protect themselves and make sure that everything that's coming through is of the highest light and love. And this causes a lot of problems. And so if this is something you're interested in learning more about trans channeling, I just think it's so important. Or, I mean, even before trans channeling, developing your intuitive gifts, it's so important to work with somebody to make sure you know how to protect yourself and clear the space and protect anyone who's listening and make sure that any beings you're communicating with are of the highest light and love. This is so incredibly important. There are so many people out there now who are trying to channel messages and give intuitive guidance who who don't understand this. And it's just so important for the sake of everyone. And this is a big reason why I've actually, I'm starting an intuitive development class for psychic development to teach people these skills who want to really deepen their skills with energy healing or their intuitive gifts and want to learn how to do it in a safe way. That's something that is only open to my current clients now. We are starting this month, but in the future, I'm hoping I can open that up to more people. But that's the thing with with trans channels and channels is just because somebody is a, is a channel and they channel messages doesn't mean that everything they're saying is pure of the highest light and highest love. And so this is something that I take really seriously whenever I'm channeling. There's always a preparation process and a closing process, a clearing process. I double check, triple check everything, everything I'm sending through because I don't want that to happen for my messages. And this also can happen, especially people who whose brands blow up sometimes forget these principles because there's so much pressure on them. This is where you might see people who have big brands, the energy of their business can turn into something that isn't totally of the purest light anymore just because things got bigger. They're not, they're not protecting themselves. They're not clearing the spaces, which yeah, it's just so important to take all of that into consideration. And if you're ever working with somebody, I would make sure that somewhere in their content or where they talk about what they do, that they that they do this, that they understand the importance of clearing the space and making sure that any beings they're channeling are of the highest light and love, that they clear the spaces. You just, you just want to make sure that people do this because there are a lot of people who fall into these types of gifts and then they never actually learn these really important principles of protection. And that's also where people can get confused when they listen to different channel messages and they're like, why is this person saying this? And then this sounds totally opposite. I don't get it. Well, one piece of that is that not everything that everyone channels is pure. So you want to make sure that the channel themselves understands how to clear the space and double check what they're channeling and everything I said before. But I feel really blessed with this gift. I channel, I practice channeling every day and I'm sharing more and more messages. It is actually my preferred way of downloading information versus asking my guides when I'm not stepped aside because I just feel like when it's just flowing through me when I'm trans channeling, 
I know that my ego isn't in the way overthinking things. I feel like there's less interpretation that has to be done and it just feels a lot a lot more pure and they share such profound things. I learned so much. I learned so much from what they have to say, but it is very energy intensive. I am wiped out and it's a skill that I'm continuing to develop and I'm really excited to be sharing more of these videos and I I'm planning on sharing more and more channeled messages and hopefully offering this in more ways in the future. But they actually told me that it's really important I share more about my trance channeling and what I do because it's going to become a bigger part of my business. And they they have been telling me things to tell you guys. So that's why all this is happening. And for me, when I'm channeling, I just, I feel so connected I feel so connected. I feel so much love and it's really high vibration, loving energy that's coming through. So it's a really cool experience for me. Sometimes it's difficult emotionally, but this isn't something that I tried to do. I really believe in like letting whatever gifts you have kind of pop up and then developing those more and more to see what, again, what you're just like naturally good at, lean into that and then more things can open up over time. But this is something that I sort of just fell into and they really want to share a lot of messages through me. And I know not everybody is able to really set their ego aside when they're channeling. And it's something that I can do. So if I can do that so that they can share clear messages, even if they're messages that I don't always like because <laughs> they kick me in the butt, then I want to be able to do that. So I feel really grateful for this gift. And when you experience a message from a trance channel, I mean, you can just feel it. Like it feels powerful and you might start crying or feel really happy and so much love and just not even understand why there's an energy behind it. It's really incredible. So if you're an up level, check out those videos. If you haven't already, I'm planning on posting more. And if you have questions, not personal questions, but general questions that you want me to ask them about. I think they would really like that to be able to talk on certain topics you'd be interested in. So let me know. And recently I have been doing more trance channeling through writing. So they guided me through this and told me to do this. And at first I was like, how is this going to work? And they're like, trust us. So basically what I do is I get my computer out in a document, a word document, and I, I step aside and then I can just feel my fingers like flying across the keyboard really fast. And I have a ton of spelling mistakes because it's moving so fast. And then I'll just let it go until it's done. And then I kind of wake up and I'm like, whoa, I just wrote 20 pages. And then I read it and it was from them sharing messages. So super cool, super interesting. This is how I channeled the message that I shared from the Lionsgate portal on August 8th. If you're an up-level, check out that channeled message. It was a written one. It was just like them flowing through me and I wasn't thinking about it at all. I was totally stepped, stepped aside and then I had to go back and read it after because I didn't even know what they said. So I'm exploring more and more the channeling through writing. And this this is similar to automatic writing, which I think for anybody interested in like tapping more into this channeling energy, I think that automatic writing is a really great place to start. So the way I do it is is different than traditional automatic writing, but really with automatic writing, like get a pen and paper, or you can even use your laptop and just let the words flow and don't even think about it. Just type and it can just feel like a total stream of consciousness. It might not make any sense, but you really just want to push aside any thoughts or judgments and really go into it with that intention. Like I'm just going to let any words that need to flow onto the paper, flow onto the paper. I'm setting my judgment aside. I'm setting my ego aside. I'm setting my thinking brain aside and just letting whatever needs to flow through, flow through and just start writing. And at the beginning, you might be thinking about it just to get just to get it started, but just let your consciousness flow and you'll find a lot of answers within yourself through this process. This is where journaling can be so helpful, but I think sometimes journaling isn't very helpful for people who are overthinking what they're journaling. A lot of people sugarcoat things in their journal instead of really just letting whatever flows out, flow out. And that is the magic of journaling, in my opinion. I mean, there are many components to why journaling is amazing. But one really cool 
thing about journaling is that it can tell you things you didn't even realize. It's just bring to light your inner knowing. But automatic writing is just such a great way to start channeling. Just let the words flow out on paper. And a way you can do this is you can write a question. So start off by writing the question you want to know about and then just start writing and see what comes out. So this is slightly different than what I do because I'm like in a trance. I'm totally stepped aside. So it's definitely a different experience because I used to automatic write and it was helpful, but this is just a different with the trance channeling writing, but a really great way to get started with just channeled messages and seeing what can come through you is the automatic writing, putting pen to paper, just seeing what comes out and a great way to get connected with your inner guidance and higher guidance. And you can set the intention, like, I'm going to ask you a question and please answer through the words that are right on the page and just see what comes through. And I think that is one of the most powerful tools to really get started with this. In addition to all of your other tools, like meditation and seeing energy healers and working with different mentors, meditation is great. So great. And having like a time to connect with higher guidance. But I think that the automatic writing is the best tool to start to really learn to quote unquote, step aside and let things straight up flow through you. Most people have a hard time letting them talk through them, but you can get a lot from the automatic writing. So if you're interested in this, I would, I would try that out. And even to get into that channeling energy, the flow state, if you are writing content and you don't know what to say or what to write about or what you think, take a piece of paper, write out a question about it, and then just see what comes out. Just write without judgment. Just set aside 15 to 20 minutes for this. I mean, you could even do less. And I bet you, if you do that, you will get unstuck with your content. There are a lot of different ways to start to develop this energy, but I just want to leave you with that one tangible thing because it is accessible to everyone. It keeps it simple and you can use that to get answers from within yourself or from higher guidance really for any area of your life and can also really improve your journaling skills if you are someone who is doing that thing where you sugarcoat your day in your journal. You got to go deeper, you know? Anyway, I hope this was helpful and explained more of what channeling means, channeling messages, allowing something to flow through you, really allowing a consciousness greater than your own to flow through you. And like I mentioned, there are different ways to interpret what channeling means. All are totally valid and Hopefully this also showed you that you have definitely channeled in one form or another in your life, but then also hopefully this helps to clarify what people in the spiritual and intuitive spaces really mean when they're talking about channeling and what a trance channel is. And that is something that I do. And that's really what I am referring to when I say I was channeling. I don't usually say I was channeling when I'm talking about an instance where I'm sharing messages from different guides or spirits. I don't usually use the word channeling because to me, just because of my skill set, when I personally use the word channeling, I'm usually talking about when I am trans channeling because that's how I differentiate the different things I do in my brain. But yeah, I used to think that channeling was like so out there and like scary. And I was like, what the heck? And now that I've experienced it, I'm like, it is not scary at all. I feel so much love. It's definitely, I think the nerve wracking part of it is like, Oh my God, what's happening? <laughs> but I never feel like I'm in danger or unsafe or out of control, but I've also learned so much about protection and I've had different mentors guiding me through this and helping me navigate my different gifts, which has helped so much, which is why now I really want to be able to support other people through the same thing. And I think, you know, the channel messages are just so amazing what they share. And I really want to be sharing more of these to all of you. So I thought it was important to talk about what this means, the different versions of it, see how it applies to you in your own life. And then also so that you know what's happening in the future. I mean, I would love to hop on here one, one day and just do a podcast and see what they have to say. And then I can listen back later. Like I'm a first time listener. So that is all things channeling. I hope that helped. I would love to hear what you think. You can leave a comment on my most recent Instagram post and tell me what you thought about this episode and any connections within your own life. 
Don't forget that enrollment for No Bullshit Business School is open. Limited spots are available and you do not want to miss out on this opportunity if you are looking to build a six-figure online coaching business so you can stop wasting your time and do it in a smarter way and not make it harder than it needs to be. All of that information is on my website, christinaricewellness.com. Just click that business tab at the top and you're good to go. And as always, you can connect with other podcast listeners in our free Facebook group, Wellness Wellness Podcast Tribe. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have an incredible rest of your day and I will chat with you again next time.